the pot party. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. Outside the boundaries of their phony world of kicks is the ever-present possibility of discovery. This must be avoided at all costs, for discovery brings with it the penalties of society, shame, arrest, prison. So destroy the evidence, leave not a trace, burn it in paper trash. That way they can deny possessing the illegal marijuana. They can say the flaming can is part of a game. They can lie, they can swear. This time the gang's lucky. It's not the law, or discovery, or problems. It's just their supplier, Pete, with his number one chick, and a new guy looking for kicks. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. Some that I'm not as familiar with, like the older ones, you know? Comedically? Are we recording? Yeah. Right. So, so we're talking about sitcoms. Okay. Welcome to Human Sushi. That's right. Welcome to Human Sushi. Oh, God. This is the, already the worst podcast ever. Oh, wait. No? No, no. I I'm Dre. That's Renee. And we got the homie soup in the house. What we up? just got up to turn off the fan because that's how professional we are. <laughs> we were just going with the fan on. We're off to a good start, bear, folks. Bear with us, folks. I we'll feel get, really good about we'll this show. We'll get it worked out. What up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are we just talking about? Talking sitcoms. About, yeah, best sitcoms. The difference. You guys Seinfeld is the best sitcom of all time. Comedically? Or of what the all fuck time. you mean comedic? Comedic, what, what comedic mean? sitcoms or uh, best sitcom of all time? Okay, let's... Does sitcom imply comedy every time? Or? What do you think sitcom stands for? Uh, let's Situation start there. Situation comedy. Okay. I, I just so figured that just out. Answered. I'm catching up, all right? <laughs> Anything else? Two days, I figured that out. <laughs> um, are you counting comedy? <laughs> or sit comedy <laughs> all right, all right. I, i'm all caught up now yeah. we can move on so now that yeah okay now that we've established what a sitcom is i propose that seinfeld's the greatest of all time there's some older ones that i'm not as familiar with and shit like perfect strangers yeah like i don't even know what that is wow okay that's an old nah, one. i know what it is but i never watched it there's a lot of sitcoms that i've never taxi was good what about charles taxi in charge i've seen taxi <laughs> Uh, in charge. Okay. <laughs> Seinfeld, I know, I know. That's, Come on. Nah, I that's, mean, shout out to Alyssa Milano, but oh wow, she was super young. <laughs> that was who's? No, 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 no. Alyssa no. Milano was who's the no, boss? That was Punky Brewster. Nah, nah you bugging son. You way off. So what else though? What else is right, like a right. contender? As far as comedy. Cheers, Cheers is Cheers, a, cheers is a good one. And I didn't watch Frasier as much as I watched Cheers, but. People really love Frasier, the spinoff. And it's yeah, I never, I never I really never got, got into, into it. At that level, yeah. yeah, but Cheers is great. But um, but Seinfeld... Well, Seinfeld is brilliant. ...is I mean. one of a kind. Yeah. Right? Well, you, it was, Seinfeld, you had Seinfeld against what you were saying earlier? Um, Married with Children. Yeah, Married with Children. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, like, what people, what the general consensus is I mean, with, like... Uh, sitcoms i don't really like read up on it much so i don't know how high married with children ranks to people i think it's but pretty fuck high people dude like nah, to I me mean, married by people i'm going by what you've seen yeah for like that's probably my second favorite one i don't know <laughs> if i'm keeping it real yeah. that are like probably yeah. like uh fresh prince of bel-air oh well wow i mean and the cosby show i mean yeah yeah I mean, but are... i was more into fresh prince of martin martin, martin. Yeah, martin. that's a remember great living one. single 
It's great. Yeah, different world. Show, yeah. Different world. Different world was good. Different world was good. But that, I wouldn't put that as a comedy comedy. Yeah, but that's, that's like my that's like but my yeah. my age group. Those are like right. all the, the, the shows. Range. Well, right now it's like and Big then obviously Bang. Friends, but I wasn't really fucking with Friends like that. Nah. Yeah. Especially with Seinfeld. Friends has Friends is funny. Friends has funny moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you really like those if people, you're, or those people if you're like really on some level, but like I knew more people, I knew they were all white, but I knew more people on Seinfeld than I knew. Like I knew the cynic, I knew the crazy dude, I knew like the home girlfriend. Like I could, I could laugh at their jokes often, and like friends, I just well I couldn't relate. Seinfeld still penetrates pop culture. They still reference it. Like on TV shows, like on Mr. Robot, they have it's a huge part of a bunch of episodes. Um, and there's other shows that reference Seinfeld all the time. And they, people do whenever you do a sarcastic com- comedic shtick, you do, oh, what's the deal with the peanuts on the airplane? And that's just basically imitating Seinfeld, you know. So, so are we uh, all in agreement then that it's Seinfeld? I mean, well, well like. let's think of some current shows too, like uh, Big Bang Theory, Modern Family. I mean, do you guys watch any of well, that? Nah. The truth is that it's a. Per- it's a personality trait because a lot of people you try to you know tell to watch Seinfeld they're, they're like you either get it or you don't, don't right yeah, yeah I know so and I judge people that don't like Seinfeld <laughs> I do I judge people that don't we like Seinfeld and curb your enthusiasm like yeah. <laughs> they're such so, intricate parts of my personality that if you're not into that I'm like that. those are red flags for me if you were dating a chick <laughs> and she's like I don't get it that's a big no no coincidentally bro. I'm watching the last episode right now after having watched every single episode with my wife, who is 10 years younger than me and is watching it for the first time. Uh-huh. And she loves it. She thinks it's hilarious. The final episode? Well, no. The, she's watched every episode, oh, basically. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's kind of too late if she's your wife already. Though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's too late for the test. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we don't watch a lot of TV, so it was one of those things, you know, where... But <laughs> the... Conceptually, but you yeah. watched the entire show. We've watched the entire show every single episode. You're talking about Seinfeld or Curb? Seinfeld. Okay, wow. Yeah. Okay, good. That's what's up. Yeah, we're on the last episode right now, and she loves it. She loves Kramer. She loves the concept of it. So I think That's it true. still translates. No, what I, about, so. I mean, she's the, laughing out loud, and it's 20 years, 30 years later, or whatever it what is. What about now. the last episode <laughs> of Seinfeld? How did she react to it with no hype? We haven't seen it yet. We haven't okay, I'm curious it. about that. Don't yeah. You haven't gotten to the end? Yeah. We're on the last. We're watch, We're about to watch the last episode right now. Okay, no hype. Don't give her any hype. No, no, no. no I did about it. The you think I the mean, hype, do you think the hype ruined it? Ruined it. So do you think it would have been... You think otherwise it's a good episode? I think, yeah, otherwise it's a good episode. I think conceptually, a show about nothing, for them to put that much effort in how they ended it, mm-hmm. was already like, why are we doing all of this? And I think their peaks of comedy was like, it's hard to be Kobe on the last game. You know what I mean? It's really hard to be Jordan on the last game. A lot of these shows can't always hit. Their peaks were, you know, the the, the masturbation episode, the... The Don't day. forget too though the last episode was the return of Larry David. Yeah. Larry David left the show for a couple of years and he came back for the last episode. So I that was that added more to the hype. I, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know if that's why he he wanted to do Curb, you know what I'm saying? Because of what came out of that conversation like if people didn't like it if they blamed him or if he took the blame for it, maybe he felt like no, hold on, I could write. Like 
It wasn't me. If you didn't that was like, like his last thing that he put out there, and it like it still had a bad taste in right, his mouth. Right. Yeah, for right, me right. though, that's one of the best sitcom endings ever, in my opinion. Okay. Um, it, it wasn't cheesy. It was true to true to the nature of the show. It was. You know? it They're was. bad yeah. people. They're all bad Everybody, people. Yeah, exactly. And they got what they deserve. And there was <laughs> right? no cheesy sadness to it. It yeah. was just like, all right, let's. What do we talk about now? You know. And yeah. They and that was beautiful homies. to me. They called up all the homies like. Yeah, so I don't think episode. it's a, like you know, like I thought it was a good episode. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't I mind think, I think if it, you watch it in a vacuum. But if you were watching it in the context of like the the hype that was happening at the time, you know, true, it's a little. Was people it, thought it was disappointing. Was it hyped yeah. at that time when it came out, or was did yeah. the hype come after the episode was aired? You know, as as oh, far no, as no. it being oh, the no, best no, 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 going general. into the episode. Oh, it was so like, you're talking about the last episode or Seinfeld in general. The last episode, yeah, uh, first airing. Going into yeah, 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 going into that episode, it was like everybody was trying to figure out what it was going to be and shit like that, and they kept it super secretive. I actually heard some of them say that the fact that they kept it secretive kind of led to that big like media hype, and they wished they would have done it a different way. And, and what a shame about uh, Michael Richards' career, you know, because I thought he was brilliant on that show. He was. And he was. Then, There's a lot of yeah. brilliant racist people, but yeah. but have you yeah. seen? But but yeah. have you seen his stand up? Otherwise, yeah. no, I've never seen his stand up. I don't know that he would have made it in stand up. Yeah. Um. But I think that he definitely showed his his true nature that day, and it kind of ruined him internally. Because if you see interviews with him now, he's still shaken up, shaken up by it. You mm-hmm. know. So yeah, you know, it's it's it was right before like cameras were. Consistently everywhere. Yeah. Right. He was one of the first, like, yeah. quote unquote, victims yeah. of that. Right. You know. Right. When when I when we were talking True. about earlier the celebrity, the concept of celebrity, like that part is what I was referring to. When that shifted, I think a lot of people were like, well, I rather just make money than be a celebrity. You know, before being a celebrity had had its high points and privacy, and you didn't. You're hearing all these stories now from like, you know, Tupac or Snoop Dogg or whoever. You know about what happened we didn't all have that access mm. where oh, now yeah. people see it yeah He's, he still it. hadn't adjusted to a world where everyone has cameras in their pocket you know right and was recording and would put it out to make money that fast yeah he lost it yeah because i wonder if he ever lost it like that in an era where people didn't have phones i would like right. was that his right. first he said Outbreakers. it was his first yeah yeah, yeah. so there's an um interview yeah. with seinfeld <clears throat> interviewing him um and yeah you know they discuss that and he says how bad he still feels and that he basically you know his career is over because of it and Seinfeld kind of implies like you know you should give yourself a, a break you know and go get back out there and do your your craft you know but yeah he says he says during that episode this was my one and only outburst like that and unfortunately you know went went the wrong way you know? but if if Louis CK could like jerk off and go back on the road i think he's on the road <laughs> <laughs> but here's the difference, though. Louis C.K. is a really funny stand-up comic. Right. Michael Richards was, like, trying to reclaim a career that... And look, to give him his props, he created a character that was so iconic... Oh, yeah. ...that there was no way that he wasn't going to get type uh, typecast as that character. It's hard to look at Michael Richards and not see Kramer. Yeah. And it's because the character was just that good. Like, he's almost a victim... Of his own yeah. success and his, his own, own talent, yeah, you know, because yeah. he was that good on Seinfeld. But uh, I, I think that's what you're looking at is a man 
trying to deal with the aftermath of that. Yeah. And I think it, for some reason, you know, it came out through racism for some, for some reason, you know, but I think it probably goes a little <laughs> deeper than that, you know. Yeah, Yo, yeah. You know what man, I want? My though? man lost it, bro. I want to get that coffee table book. They, that's out. It's I, like a, I think it's it like exists. A actual product. I think it exists. <laughs> but, man, that show is so good. Yeah, it is. I mean, and that's why at least Larry David gave him a shot to be back on the show and Curb. So that whole with, season was doing the reunion was dope. Yeah, and they kind of you watch Curb? About it. I've watched some episodes, but no, not uh, religiously. No, you got to watch it all the way through. Did yeah. we announce what we were smoking? Oh, you're right. We're recording a <laughs> podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess this is something we're going to do every time. We're going to uh, shout out the weed that we're, the, the strain that we're either smoking or vaping or eating or drinking or whatever the fuck. Injecting in our And then uh, the method. So, today it's Bugatti OG. What's the backstory? What's the backstory? My dealer gave it to me and I gave him money. And then oh, you don't know we're smoking it. You don't know. Where the parent seeds come from? <laughs> the parent seeds? No, man. <laughs> All right. And cool. plus, I'm not so divulging that information. Me, you, know? you feel me? Like no, I'm saying, I, I we ain't in, we ain't in Canada, bro. Listen, you know, Yo, shout out to Canada. Yes, definitely. Ran out. So we're smoking this, <laughs> That's in, right. we're, or we're not smoking it. We're vaping it in uh, the volcano, which to this day is my favorite fucking uh, shout marijuana out to the ingesting device. Ever created, bro. Period. I've had mine for, and they don't sponsor this podcast, but yeah, I'll holler at me though. Um, yeah, I've had mine for like eight years, and that shit's still kicking like it's brand new, bro. Serious. Yeah, so shout out to the volcano. I you think we are single handedly keeping them alive, actually. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because I business. bought mine once, so. <laughs> Not really, right? I'm on my side. I don't know. I wrote them an email once. They never got back to me. <laughs> What's your favorite way to smoke? Oh, def- so I'm I'm what you might call a little hood. I like to roll Dutches still. Uh, I'm the only one left. And I like to roll Dutches. I'm the only one left. You're still holding on. I'm you holding on. Why? Yeah. You still take out the cancer stick? Yeah, of course At I take point, out the glue. Why, you got to take the glue off. <laughs> yeah, I never understood why people thought that that little part was the only thing. That yeah, that was it. That's the only thing you got to worry Listen, about. Yo, we're good now. I take that off. I'm healthy. I'm good. <laughs> So the yeah, so Dutches, huh? I'm holding on, man. I'm not gonna let go. What is it? What is it? feel great. What is it about the blunts? Uh, they burn slower, and you know, I, I'm a, I'm like a, I'm what you call like a pensive smoker. So I'll put it out, and then I'll think about life for a little while, <laughs> and you know that might turn into a couple hours go by, and then I'll turn it back on. And you know, you can't do that with a joint; it gets all mushy. I don't like it, you know. Okay, but once you, so you know, once you're you're smoking the blunt and the the smoke is passing through the blunt like it's gonna taste different when you turn it back on yeah but it's, it's gonna taste shitty it's the most stable this is this structure. is science it's bro. the most stable smoking structure as as far as joints or blunts go you know and, and it is more stable than than and and a bowl is like ugh, i'm sucking up like dust and stuff you know now here's a solution what don't be don't be a bitch and uh, just smoke the whole thing what do you mean? Smoke the whole blunt? Yeah, sometimes yeah. I do that, you know. When hey, if you're going to be a blunt in, smoker, you, smoke what the, the fuck is a pensive when blunt it's smoker? So, when it so en- en- entices me, I might smoke the whole thing, but, you know, sometimes I'll turn it off. Save it for later. Exactly, and it's the most stable structure to turn off 
and turn back on. And turn back Fair on. Fair enough. Yes. I, I get it. All right. I it doesn't it. matter. The point is, <laughs> let's get high of somebody's something. So let's spark up the, uh, or spark up. I keep using smoking terms. <laughs> Volcanoes are fucking. <laughs> it's a vaporizer, guys. <laughs> so you're going to hear it in the background, but that's okay. It's like you're here with us. Yeah. Technology is crazy nowadays. Yeah. Look at this. This machine is uh, vaping for us. And it's removing all the harmful toxins that we would consume in a, in a blunt. Okay, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> fucking technology's crazy now. I mean, I'm it's just saying. Okay. We are in the future. Everybody's like, yo, what's the future? Future's now, homie. Yeah. yeah. See the shit we can do? Yeah. Yes. Remember all the Illuminati microchip shit? That we that everybody was into that shit like homeboy. Yeah. What Illuminati microchip? Well, back in the day, like in high school and shit, it was all like William Cooper, Behold a Pale Horse, and the whole shit was like, yo, it's gonna be the microchip. They're gonna implant it into your skin, and it's gonna have all your information and shit. But where they flip game is they turned it into a product that you can't live without. The phone. Yeah. So they didn't have to inject it in you. You know. There's a theory that says that. You know, technology is uh, basically at the point where we are now, it's on our body, right? And eventually it's going to become in our body. Yeah. So next thing is to put phones inside us, et cetera. Yeah. Know? Human uh, machine hybrids. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm about to be a hybrid soon. I'm about to get a fibrillator and a, and a um, whatchamacallit, um, a pacemaker. Fucking Iron Man, God. Yo, I got metal in the knee, metal in the wrist. I'm the guy's a cyborg. Cyborg. Just in case, I'm like, yo, what's the what's the what's the pacemaker for? Because you know I'm young, and they were like, well, in case it goes too high, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're gonna shock you (laughs) with the with the uh, fibrillator, and then like if it drops too low, you got the pacemaker to pick it back up, (laughs) like. Okay. okay. <laughs> Super casual about it. Like, yeah, no big deal. We'll just shock you. Modern medicine. One of the ways to stop it, this shit was hilarious. One of the ways to stop the issue was by going in and giving it like an induced heart attack to kill the nerve so it just stops growing. And it won't get in the way anymore. And I'm like, that's like the last option, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we already in a we already in a But future. it seems that a lot of like medicine is like that like you fight bacteria with bacteria and shit right yeah like, right yeah so i mean we already here though like the things they're coming up with you just hope you live long enough to get the good shit well they have um for example i saw they have microchips that they're implanting in laboratory mice which expand their memory so now they're able to remember complicated mazes so and mm. retrieve those memories from this chip working together with their brain so that, I mean, basically, we're going to be enhanced humans in the next few years, you know? We're already enhanced humans. It's yeah. in the food and the water and everything else, too. And, like, it's, yeah, it's everybody got, like, a screw or something, an extra piece. If you had surgery one time or you've been through that process, chances are you got some type of metal. Well, the you. thing is, even with the phone in your pocket, you're enhanced. You have yeah. access to all this Knowledge. information yeah. that walking around you just didn't have before. Remember yeah. the the when you used to go to a bar and argue with your buddy over a point <laughs> and there was no way to prove There's no way to right. prove it. <laughs> now your bullshit gets called out. Yeah. Your bullshit gets called out now, bro. I, it's true. I, I probably won so many shit. arguments on bullshit yeah. oh, back I in mean, the day. If you were a good bullshitter, you, <laughs> no one could ever shut you up or prove mm-hmm. you wrong, you know? But yeah, man, you're we're already enhanced. 
That shit already makes we're tapped into the matrix, bro, at all for, times. For better or worse. For yeah. better, for better and worse. Yeah. Because that and means worse. that that means that we're part of the system now. You know. Yeah. Nice. You literally have a camera on you at all times. You have a location monitor at yeah. all times. <laughs> like that's what the shit is with like with like little kids. You tell little kids like, yo, you don't need a phone, and they're like, wait, a minute, I'm not gonna put a phone on I my mean, kid. Closed circuit cameras. Have it, like cat. Like of course, traffic yeah, cameras. Like, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then you think, oh, you can do that to me too. They can do that Batman thing where they tap into all the cell phones. Yeah. You know what's crazy is that the the phone aspect is not the most used aspect of a phone, but it's still called a phone. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I use my phone more to to scroll the internet and do other shit, it's send emails. Laptop. It's your laptop. More That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like a little computer. They're still called a phone. Yeah. Hey, dude. It works that way. It's more marketable. You hold on a phone to your ear because you keep thinking you holding a computer to your ear. You might think different about it. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell where in the conversation we got stoned. We're like, dude, the fucking phone is called a phone, but it's not a phone, dude. A you phone. know, you know who predicted email? H.G. Wells, Did like a hundred and fifty years ago. Yeah, he said that we would send messages that would accumulate. In a database, and that we would then go and retrieve them at our time of our choosing. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like before computers, before all that. Yeah, maybe he like conceptualized it in a way. I was talking about this with one of my homies. Like, is there a collective unconscious? You know. Right. Like, there's this like, because you always hear into like tapping into your creative side. Like, you're tapping into something that already exists. It's already its own like entity. You know, so mm-hmm. it's almost like H.G. Wells tapped it first, but the technology wasn't around to make it happen. You know, no and one, then you know, all those years later, yeah. yeah, someone else tapped into it. Yeah. Now, when you say does it exist, do you mean is it a scientific force that can be measured or? Does it exist because we all believe it exists in a conceptual type of no, way? Well, I'm asking because yeah. obviously it can't be measured, so I wouldn't ask the question if it well, can. Well, yet. Yet. I'm saying, is do you think there's such a thing out there? But that's the concept of like back to the future. That's like asking you if God exists. I'm just saying. Like yeah, it's one of those like it's like uh, you know like, obviously in- there's no scientific basis for it, but <laughs> Okay. Well, the idea. But like, like take love, for example. Like love is a, a it's not something that's quantifiable football right now scientifically. But you believe it exists because you've experienced it. I believe that there are things that are not scientifically proven that exist. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. We agree there. So, for example, like when you walk in a room and you get, quote unquote, a vibe of the room, like what is that exactly? You know, is that like a scientific force that your body is perceiving or is that just, I mean, are you reading facial, minimal, like, right. micro expressions, you know, or what is it? Yeah. I, think, I think it's a combination of all of it. Because mm-hmm. if you're, if you walk into, you know, any place, your senses are the first things that go off. So if something's easy on your eyes, easy on your nose, easy on your comfort, then you judge it one way. If some shit feels off to you, some shit stank, some shit is like, you know, off base, your, your nerves, your defense, like your memories of, when I smelled that shit stank before, some shit popped off. Like, mm. all you, or whatever, how yeah, fast yeah. Your there's brain something works. working outside of your understanding, right? To protect yeah. you and give you knowledge. So, definitely, it's your own consciousness, is what you hope it is. But sometimes you're right, there is a room that gives you a bad vibe because you can talk to somebody else who has a different consciousness 
And they're like, yeah, not shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have they have the same vibe as you. And also, it's yeah. like you say. So you compared it to love, and it's like something that it's not obviously you can't quantify it with science, but you you know that it exists if you love someone, right? So like if you've personally experienced it. So I'm so when I'm talking about the creative subconscious, like as a creator, there's been times where I jump into what they call the zone, right. and you honestly feel like you're outside of your body. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is something that I've experienced. I can't prove it scientifically, but you feel like you're outside of your body. And it's all, and sometimes I remember, like, out, so I would get into a zone, like, either writing or, you know, something like that. And I'm sure it's, like, the same thing that Michael Jordan feels and mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant feels when they get into the zone, you know? Sure. And you're, like, almost, you while you're in it, you, like, smirk to yourself, like, wow, this is fucking crazy I can't like you like there there's always a moment in the middle of it where I realize I step out of it and I you know and I come back to Dre for a second and I'm like holy shit I'm fucking killing it I'm amazing yeah (laughs) and then you jump right back in but it does feel like you tapped into yeah like you tapped into something so yeah it's true yeah it's I felt that a few times and like to see people like Jordan or whoever Mm -hmm. do it so often yeah that's what's like wow yeah how do you do it so... Like, I can do it, but, like, how do you do it so often? Yeah, Jordan was the control. most consistent. Like, Jordan, yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. he never let you down. Like, you knew what he was going to... He had the ball. You knew he was going <laughs> to win the game, dude. For sure. It was crazy. i never seen... I've, I've seen similar things, and, and even in other sports, like Anderson Silva, when he had his run. Right. To me, it was Jordan-like. Like when he won that fight against yeah. Chael Sonnen, like at the last minute, he he hit like a MMA buzzer beater, champ. What are you he was getting at? his ass beat all five rounds, and in the fifth round, like with a minute left, he throws a submission on him. What was it? A leg triangle or something? It was a, it was a yeah, a triangle. He triangle choked him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that was like a Jordan like, but and he had this aura around him at the time too, where like he was winning all those fights and shit, and and he was doing it so easily and kind of you know, and and the fact that he like faced adversity and came back to win at the buzzer, it was the most Jordan like shit that I've seen in that sport for but, sure. But unlike, or maybe a little bit like Jordan, his own cockiness is what was his demise eventually oh yeah yeah that's later in the story though yeah, yeah that's later for sure and, and i only say that about jordan because of the whole baseball and coming back to the but that wasn't his demise though. right the that's, baseball that's thing that's part of his greatness i mean yeah you look at it now <laughs> i mean yeah but yeah we didn't know at the time how great somebody was gonna be i didn't know d rose was gonna do 50 i mean but imagine right? he had just retired from the bulls i mean yeah. how how majestic how like Walking into the sunset would that have been? So you, know? you think that him coming back and playing for the Wizards uh, somehow is a stain on his legacy? Not a stain. Oh, you said baseball. I think you said the first time. No, baseball and then. Oh, going. the baseball, baseball yeah, thing, baseball. not so much. The baseball, baseball thing. That shit was legendary. Yeah, that's bro. cool. His yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I but the, the fact that basketball. he didn't succeed was not cool. You know what I mean? That the was fact. real. Oh, no, nah, you're missing. Player. You're missing. Yeah, he's a yeah. basketball. You're missing it though. I mean, look. Nobody can write that story. It's amazing exactly. story. I mean, there's going to always be people like me out there that are going to say, okay, he only got onto the baseball team because he was Jordan of in course. the first place. You know what I'm saying? Which is already unfair. And then he went out there and didn't do, didn't perform. You know what I mean? So that's not good. But how about he's like the fact that he's willing to go from the most famous athlete on earth and in, in like just praised in his own sport 
to like a guy that's sitting on on a fucking bus. They didn't even have a team playing on a fucking bus riding around. Yeah, in like middle America. You know what I'm saying? You sure he wasn't flying over the bus though? In his private? No, no, no. He was on the bus. He was part of the team. Like Like he made it. Nah, he made it a a point to be just one of the guys. He wanted to get on the team the right way. Obviously, uh, and he never got on the team. Yeah, he he got on a minor league team. Yeah. So, to like, yes, tickets. they gave him a chance on a minor league team. It's not that crazy. He's yeah. a fucking six six professional athlete right. who's mm-hmm. fucking fast and agile. It's not that crazy that he yeah. got on a minor league team. Doug. It's not the craziest thing. No, he hit a couple home runs, too. He hit a couple home runs. I'm just saying, it's like sure. we're talking I mean, about again, a basketball. The baseball player. thing is not that. That's not so much what I'm talking about. But I think. And it was for his dad. Yeah. And it was for his dad. And then he came That's back true. and failed against yeah. the Magic. Yeah, against Horace Grant. And that could have been the end of Michael Jordan, though. The end. That could have been the end. And then he comes back and wins a fucking three-peat. Another <laughs> three-peat, dude. Come on, man. You can't tell me nothing about it's Michael Jordan. He's a game-winning shot on the last game of the championship and retires. Then buys a team... And then and comes back <laughs> and buys a team and was like, you know what, because you guys suck. I'm gonna show you how to do this, son. Let's go. You made Rip Hamilton mad as shit though. Yeah, half <laughs> them dudes on that team fucking hate him to this day, bro. He drove Kwame Brown out of the man, NBA. But you know, watching him play and those in the Wizards, man, was just like he was a a shadow of himself. You know what I mean? Chill, B. He was fucking 40 years old. Oh, of course. I know I came to I'm see... I'm just saying, I went to see him. time to walk away. Bro, when he came to Miami, I went to see Me him. Too. He scored to him. 27 points in the first half. I was like, finally, I got right. my Jordan moment. I never got to see him live with the fucking... Nice. With the Bulls. Yeah. I seen him score 27 points yeah. in the first half as a 40-year-old, bro. I was there Fuck the day that. they retired his jersey at American Airlines, you know, like... Why the fuck did the Heat do that, though? I don't know. That's stupid. <laughs> come on, Pat Riley. I love Michael Jordan, bro, but right. come on, man. Right. Yeah, that's a little too the much. The fuck is that, bro? Nobody he has. I mean, nobody else does that in any other arena, and he has Marino up there also. Right. Okay, but like even that, I understand. I understand yeah. Dan Marino. sport, right? No, the same city. Yeah, but Same different sport. city, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's Why right. are you retiring another dude's jersey that kicked your ass every year? Every year that we had to play Jordan, <laughs> he fucking destroyed us. He hit 50 on us one time, or like 55 or some shit on us one time. I met him. And Iverson killed us. Well, not even met him. But he, he you met Michael over. Jordan? So I, I didn't meet him. He came in to the restaurant that I was working at, okay. and his whatever, his handler, his whatever was like, uh, I need a private table and I'm looking at her like alright just give me a second and then she's like no I need one right now and I'm like who the fuck are you you would you know so and so and then she points behind her and it's Michael Jordan texting on his phone right so I look up at him and I swear this is the only time I've ever been starstruck I'm just like you're on my shoes and that was the only thing I said to him he didn't even look up he didn't look up he didn't even smile or smirk or nothing and uh, then we walked him to his table and that was it that's my Michael Jordan story but that's was, amazing yeah. yeah yeah it's like I almost talked to Magic Johnson <laughs> at the finals against uh, he was doing commentating and we were on the same level and I saw him and he saw me but he had headphones on and I'm like, yo, Magic, you're the greatest. Uh, you're the greatest. And he's like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I was like, all right. Uh, like, <laughs> peace. Peace. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, like, Yikes. Uh, that sucks. 
Exactly. You know, I had tickets to to go see Magic Johnson. Uh, that then the year that he announced that he had HIV and he retired. Oh, yeah. oh man! So I ended up going to see the Lakers without Magic Johnson. Oh, it was like Vladdy uh, Dibach. It was Vladdy. like their best player. <laughs> they had like I think Sam uh, Perkins. Oof. That was a sad yeah. time. Yeah, it was, man. You didn't know at the time, right? Like you didn't know. Yeah. I was like, damn, this dude. That's it. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? And he's surviving now. His daughter does something in a. The public eye. Shout out to Magic. He just signed LeBron, bro. Yes. Magic just signed went LeBron. To the World Series. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's doing his thing. Yeah. <laughs> he's good though. He was he was he looked real cool. He was saying what's up. Real nice dude. So, but yeah, <clears throat> Jordan clutch. Every time. Every time. I think Jordan is probably. The uh, I'm trying to think like what I was a fan of when I was a kid. It was like Batman. It was like James Bond. It was like other things and shit. But like Jordan, I Iconic. think was yeah. I think he was the, it was like the number one. And he was polarizing because the gambling. No, polarizing in the sense of left side, right side. Like either you love Jordan or you just you thought he was overrated. I don't even see that argument though. Right, you don't, and that person is normally like a Knicks fan or something. Like normally, but like, if you, especially <laughs> as a Knicks fan, you should know Jordan's not overrated. Exactly. He kicked your ass every year, <laughs> yo. But you know, so and so this and so and so that. Those were his toughest battles. Yeah, getting to the aside finals. from this Detroit. Aside, that's, but that's why he would win the finals. Well, Isaiah. The, the yeah, worst, the, worst the Knicks. Was, the Knicks series were always tougher than whoever he faced in the finals. Who was on there? Isaiah, right? No, Isaiah was on the Pistons. On the Pistons. Yeah, the Pistons. The Pistons were a tough one. Yeah. It was like tough two, three, two years. Right? Was it two years? Yeah, the Bulls weren't ready. The Pistons were the ones that like got them ready. You know, they got... And then like the Knicks just never were able to beat them. And the Celtics. They were... Not yeah. the championship years, but like the building up of Jordan years. Like... Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He got beat up on by the Celtics. Like he learned yeah. how to win. People like forget yeah. that. Like they didn't have all that extra pressure per se as fast in your first or second year by the fourth year fifth year they were like yo what's up Jordan his entire career never played with another player that draws double teams because Pippen was a great player but he never drew a double team you weren't really worried about Pippen breaking you down off the dribble and and taking it to the basket you know Pippen was a transition scorer so Jordan was Jordan carried a bigger load than than a lot of these new guys, bro. Oh, like, sure. and, and not to rip on the new guys, but like they all play with each other now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have super teams or whatever. Yeah, there's a bunch of super teams. Exactly. Like, you know, Jordan carried a bigger load than they ever had to. Even though Pippen, obviously, bro, Pippen was a great player, man. MVP Pippen was year good, when he but I mean, The baseball year that you're talking about, MVP yeah, the, year? For, for yeah, Pippen. he was third. He was third in voting. Yeah. Yeah. You think he should have got it? Yeah. He played great that year. He got All Star MVP. Yeah, because he, you know, he's going for everything. He was on top of it. I remember him looking Who better. Yeah, ninety, ninety, was that ninety five? Houston, Houston won both Elijah years. Won, no, not who won the Elijah won MVP. Who won MVP that Who year? Who won the MVP that so year? Pippen came in third. Yeah, Pippen came in third. Who won the MVP that year? That's a good if, question. If Elijah won, uh, won the championship, he might have won MVP. Should am I am I looking this up? Are you guys that. are you guys gonna go watch Space Jam too? Mm, what with yeah. LeBron? With LeBron, I'm gonna end up seeing it. 
kids. What year yeah. are we talking about here? 1994, right? Pippen year? MVP. Well, 94, 95, Pippen. Well, I think Pippen had two good years. Though. It's 93, 94. 93, okay. 94. 93, 94. Well, yeah, 94, then the 94. Was MVP. Technology. I think it was Akeem, bro. Akeem? Yeah, Akeem Olajuwon. Yeah. That's what I figured. David Robinson, number two. Nah, David Robinson years. See, the West was crazy those years. Yo. Whoever made it to the West those years once Jordan was out was like, yeah, we can do this. Yo, David Robinson was a freak athlete, bro. Yeah. I remember 15, when I seen 20, him. 10. <laughs> Yo, he hit 70 in a game. Yeah. Didn't he play till he was like 40 or something like that? Until Tim like, Duncan came in, he's like, all right, that's cool. It's and smart. Had, yeah. <laughs> and had effective yeah. numbers. Yeah. He's like, how many minutes? He's like, not as much. Not as, he's like, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, man. He was a baller. And then he had to wait a year. I think he had to wait two years to do his service. So this is a basketball podcast, then, is what Uh, this is, right? (laughs) I mean, we could switch it up. Technology's crazy. Technology was crazy. (laughs) Is that how we got into that? Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to pack up another one? So I guess we should do the douchebag. Have you thought of it? So we got a segment that we're going to do every week. Uh, douchebag of the week. Oh yeah, it I could be it. somebody that you ran into in traffic. It could be exactly you know somebody happens. at your job. It could be you. Fucking you know, maybe bag. it could be some fucking stupid ass celebrity, someone you seen on Twitter that made a stupid comment. So what? You got one? So I'm driving down the street. Oh, you rehearsed this. Let's go. Let's go. In my six four. No, I'm driving down the street, and. Guy comes from around the corner, tries to cut me off. I don't let him through. Tries to cut me off again. I don't let him through. I flip him off. I see him yelling in my back mirror. I'm cracking up. You can't just casually, I flip him off, though. Like, <laughs> just, like I flip him off, and then you keep going? Like, hold up, man. I what? flip him off. Listen, there's a lot to this story. Was so it deserved? Is, I mean, the guy tried to cut me off twice like by sticking his bumper in front of my bumper. And just, you know, that's not, that's, that's uncalled for. Pause. That's not acceptable. Um, <laughs> so was your window down? Was my window down? No. So you flicked them off from like inside the car? You didn't even stick the arm out or nothing like that? I didn't stick the arm out. No. Uh, you didn't get no extension? Like, yeah. What I'm, you know. So how did he react? He saw me though. I mean, he was like over back there fuming, you know, just yelling. I could see okay. him yelling in the car. And this is how I know he saw me because... The next intersection, he cuts me off again, driving against traffic, tries to come in to my lane. He was driving against traffic? He's driving against traffic. (laughs) He's driving against traffic. He tries to come into my lane before he runs into a concrete median. And you ain't letting him in. And I'm not letting him in. (laughs) Like I said, unacceptable, right? Continue, continue. So, I mean, nature happened. He just smashed into my car. Two objects can't occupy the same space at the same time, right? He smashes into my car, right? <laughs> I'm obviously enraged. I get down from my car to, to basically fight the guy. He starts to take off. He starts to take off. I jump back in my car, grab my phone. I start to get his plate. He sees me do this. He pulls back in. <laughs> <laughs> right at Yo. this point I call the cops that's I, comedy bro at and, this point and while the cops are coming while I'm waiting for the cops three people get down from this car and walk across the street 
Turns out he was an Uber driver and he had passengers in the car. What? Wow. He was driving like that with, a, with, with passengers? With passengers in the car. What were the passengers saying? He was on he the just, wrong side of the down. street. He was driving like, against dr- trying traffic. Trying to cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. if, if, if he hadn't hit me, he would have smashed into the car. Did you report him to Uber? Of course. I called Uber. Of course. And what happened? Nothing. Is that fucking maniac still He's driving, out bro? there. <laughs> if you get a red Tundra truck, just... Yo, you need more buds? No. Oh, okay. Be careful with that guy. He's Damn. So, what's the, so, road rage. so wait, what's the... The outcome then? His insurance repaired my car. That was it. Nothing else happened. I mean, was it? Is there? How close did it come to violence? Because it sounded like it was I going. I had a chance there. to cool I mean, off. You know, when, when three people came out of the car part, I was, I was like, "Ooh, yeah, exactly." Yeah, That's exactly. That was yeah. the first thing that made me cool off. I was like, "Hold up, I'm about to get jumped over here, or what?" They, they, they look like a crew. They were all wearing uniforms because they worked at Pollo Tropical across the street. Oh, hell or so, like, oh, hell so they all got down and went to work, you know what I mean? Wearing, But yeah, they were all wearing black. I was like, hold up, you know, what's going to happen here? But no, they were all... <laughs> they all seemed so like, indifferent. Yo, I just gone. got beef with a hit squad, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> they looked so indifferent. Like the look on their faces was like, all right, we're just going to go to work now. They walked away. Yeah. This guy was fuming. This guy... Okay, so the cop come, the cop gets there. I tell him. I want to press charges for attempted manslaughter, right? <laughs> <laughs> so this guy starts cracking up in my face, right? And, uh, and he tells me, um, I'm not going to do that. You know, he told me, I tell him the story. And, attempted manslaughter. And I tell him, I'm like, I flipped him off. I, just like I told you, right? I told him I flipped, up, I flipped him off. And the cop's like, why'd you flip him off? You see this guy's crazy trying to cut you off, right? I'm like, yeah, because I had to. I had to do it. And he's like... Uh, see, I think you're the one. You're the problem. He told me. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. He ran into me. Man. Give him the ticket. He got the ticket. Wait, but hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> did you actually? Were you trying to exaggerate on purpose, or did you? Did you? Th- did you think you had a case? <laughs> I thought I had a case. <laughs> Vehicular manslaughter. Look it up, man. Yeah. I don't know a lot about laws. <laughs> Attempt. <laughs> Yo, I love that. Attempted vehicular manslaughter. Attempted vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. That's if fucking not a genius. Thing, it should be a thing. All right. So, yeah, we're going to smoke one for our douchebag of the week. I, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. What a douchebag. <laughs> I think that's well-deserved. We'll try to make it so that next week it's not a traffic one. Because already I was like thinking of what it could be and all my thoughts went to like traffic yeah because if you don't know living in miami is the fucking worst as far as traffic goes living in kendall especially watch out for the red tundra yeah do you have anything to say about that or should i just keep talking (laughs) how are we gonna do this exactly i'm over here smoking man (laughs) it's a weird way to do a podcast huh very weird. Just, you know, let one guy just talk. So, I saw on the interwebs a story. They built a mechanical exosuit in Japan. The guy puts a ladder next to it, climbs into the cockpit, and he can control the arms and the legs. And it can pick up, like, steel beams and do all kinds of crazy shit. That's ill. 
The future is now. So, so I got one for you. Uh, some dude who's like a, I think he was like a videographer or some shit like that. Uh, who was using drones made a fucking human size drone. So basically, they're crediting him as like making the first flying car. Wow. Like the dude made a like a human oh, size. I think I saw that with two people. It's like a two seater or something. Yes. Right? Nah, I think it's just a one seater. I think I saw one that, well, it's like a two seater. Or you might be right. Commercial. Yeah, you might be right. Might be like, it might be a two seater. Like, it was like a group of people outside. And it's a drone though. Yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. like Somebody the like the drone. blades. It's got a, but nah, he controls it from it's inside. Uh, yeah. They created a robot that they showed something like a thousand hours of porn footage too, to teach it how to how get to head. suck dick yeah, yeah I, I read that <laughs> yeah to teach it how to suck dick for an algorithm because they're trying to create an algorithm for a sex toy that's like, like you know one of these uh, one of these toys that suck you off yeah just, you I know? mean definitely that's one of the first <laughs> places they're gonna go with robots and you know it you but know? like where did I hear that the other day that usually when a new technology comes out Porn is the first industry to adopt it. And they're the ones that like that they're kind of set the template for everybody else and then everybody else jumps in. Yeah, you know? So I've like heard that. this might turn into something some other like the beginning of true AI or some shit. It could yeah. come from from dick sucking robots. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it you that told me that they're testing the driving algorithm in video games? Like uh Yeah, had the so the the self driving car. Uh-huh. Technology, like one of the companies that's developing it, was text was testing it inside of the GTA Five environment. So they would they you know they were using the PC version, I imagine, and mm-hmm. they like hacked their code or their self driving car into the uh, the world because it already has the the physics are already set. It's got traffic laws already. Like it's got the the programming is there. So it's a it's a real enough simulation that they were able to test the, the technology for the self driving car inside of the GTA environment. That's crazy. Amazing, yeah. I think yeah. the the new theory emerging lately is that it's not gonna be robots taking over the world, but it's gonna be us and them merging together into one new being, like a new creature. Right. Um so I mean On some Westworld shit. On some Westworld shit, yeah. And, that, and I mean, that's I can definitely see that happening. I mean, you're getting artificial. Yeah, artificial you, this, artificial yeah, that. You know. you know, you get something yeah. that just needs to be repowered. Exactly. Aren't and, they already like making body parts from scratch? They are. Yeah. So three D printers. Well, I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know what they do. But, they take uh, your or they grow it. Do this. Or yeah, they grow it. Yeah, they grow it. Yeah. That's insane. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, we're so there. Imagine we were, we're able there. to have the uh, power of a computer in our brains. I mean, we would. I mean, what would happen? So I mean, that would change the, the world. Computers in our pockets. That's what you were talking about. Yeah, earlier. We, yeah, we don't even understand the technology externally now. You're absolutely right. You know, we're not. Yeah. We're, not, we're, not, we're not able to. What happens is everybody gets in their own little pocket, and they can stay in their own little corner on the internet or wherever, and they don't get exposed to anything. They stop traveling, stop living, stop doing things. It's crazy, and then next thing you know, they don't know how to connect with people. Yeah, but you know what's cool? Also, it's how it's empowering art. I think, you know, like technology is creating more artists, and like, yeah, we've had to live in a more sensitive world now because of it, and you know, 
But these but, artists ain't getting paid like they used to. Right. They're not. Yeah, but that's good. I think it's excessive what people were getting paid at, you know, uh-huh. for certain things, you know, like. There's something about being fucking communist. Fuck capitalism. You got fans. You got fans, man. That's it. Yeah, whatever. But I got ten. You got twenty. Make more money than me. I guess. Well, listen. If, I, if they make ten million instead of twenty million a song, I don't feel that bad. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? I like, think what's happened though is that you've eliminated the middleman to a certain extent because right. now you can just put your own shit out and reach the audience directly. Right. But at the same time, you've eliminated that element that like filters the good stuff from the bad stuff you know so yeah there's more empowerment for artists but there's also a whole bunch of bullshit out there it's art who's to say what's good oh I know oh I know I know that's true yeah that's true so but that being said there's a lot of bullshit yeah there's a lot of bullshit (laughs) out there I agree yeah still make my own shit yeah a lot of bullshit (laughs) yeah there's a lot of bullshit out there man and it's like not as it doesn't have the same prestige now. Now it's like you're, oh, I'm a rapper. Now it's oh, like okay. you kind of get like an eye roll now, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. And then when you rap it and you're good, you're like, oh, you're a good rapper. You're like, oh, okay. Oh, you're one of those kind of rappers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, check out my YouTube page. I got 57 hits. Yeah, there's right. no there's no barrier to entry. Right. So it's not as impressive. Right. You know what I mean? There's no barrier. Or Anybody can have a... impressive? Because you stand out in a sea of people. You know what I mean? Like, so... I think if I think if you make it to superstardom in today's world, if you're a Kendrick or whatever, like that to me is impressive because you stood out a bunch of other people that are just making music from whatever their home studios and putting it out on the internet, you know, like even a uh, ASAP Rocky or someone I who's just, had a lot of success, you know. Like, but I still think like the politics of it haven't changed that much because I yeah. still think it's all about. Who you know. It's the same and people who involved knows you, who are you know? behind these people. Jay-Z's behind yeah. Cole. You got Dre behind Kendrick. So you think Cole succeeds because he's got Jay-Z behind him? It really matters who you work with. I think marketing access. I think marketing companies are really smart nowadays about not making... And I know because like I kind of side gig as like social media marketing and shit. It's what I do in my day, in my day job. You mm-hmm. know? So like a big part of it is making advertisement that doesn't feel like advertisement because now people are more savvy to media and technology in general and they could sniff an advertisement from a mile away so now you so so if you apply that to like the music industry like sometimes good marketing is making it seem like it's an organic buzz good Mm -hmm. marketing is uh invisible marketing right you know what I'm saying? Like it makes it it's seem. Still a team, though. Yeah. But it's but you're yeah. selling a story right. of like a guy that made it, just like you said. You know, in a sea of other fucking rappers, he got noticed. Or no whatever. money, no startup. Yeah. You know, I think that is the mar- that that is modern day marketing. I think it's right. like to try to be as invisible with the marketing as possible and try to make it look as organic as possible. Well, that's definitely. Uh, yeah. That's right. That's dope. Yeah, def- like for example. Just to keep using him as an example, J. Cole, that's exactly his marketing style, quote unquote. You know, it's very, uh, oh, I'm, I'm an organic rapper and I'm before the people. And, yeah. you know, um, there, there's no like commercial for my album. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's just, you know about it and you're cool. You know, if you don't know about it, whatever. Right. You know, so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, definitely. But there's, there's still these big campaigns out there. But I guess you're right. It's more broken up. It's not as like in your face. Like this is a campaign. It's, like, it's, it's more subtle. Nike. Yeah, it's not. 
But that's by nature. It's not going to be in your face because not everybody's watching the same exact shit anymore. Yeah. Back in the day, all we had was the TV. So, like, you know, it's no... Uh, uh, it's no accident that all three of us were fans of Seinfeld. Because there wasn't that much other shit on, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we were talking about Seinfeld earlier. Like, not the reason we all. Yeah, not as much as now. Now it's like I'm into one thing, you're probably into something else. There's a million different things out there. You know what I mean? So, the advertisement would seem like it's more in your face because everybody's watching the same exact thing, you know? I also think they got smart about how to spend the money on marketing and re- realize, like, why invest $30 million from the get-go on this huge campaign when we can spend, whatever, $5 million on one commercial, see how it goes, and, and it's, go from and, there, you know? And you got to remember now, like, they have more information than ever. So now, like, the advertisement is targeted. Right. It's targeted. Yeah, they can't even, so, they don't even know what to do with that, all the data, you know? That that actually reminds me. So, I was at Teb's crib the other day. And, you know, like, I recently got engaged mm-hmm. with my girl, right? So, I was looking for rings and that type of shit on the internet. Like, I was searching for that shit on the internet. Right. So, so I go to my boy Teb's crib. And uh, we were watching something on his laptop on YouTube, okay? His laptop... His YouTube account, I'm not signed no. into his account, nothing. I get me. a fucking advertisement for rings. No. And I'm like, my bro, have you been to that website? Have you ever seen that ad before? All I'm doing is sitting at his crib. Like, they, the, his computer knew that I was there, B. That's scary. You feel what I'm phone? saying? Like yeah. Yes, yeah, through my phone. It probably, like, you know, got my IP address and yeah, that downloaded all my information. And that's then the scariest yo. one yet that I've heard. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the scariest. No, I had him pause it in the middle of the ad. I was like, yo, have you ever seen this ad before? He's like, nah. I was like, have, have, have you been shopping for rings, bro? Like, you know, what kind of a coincidence is that? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, because it's scary enough, shit. Yeah, your computer, you look something in the computer, your TV knows, your phone knows, etc. Yeah. But, so yeah, there, so but someone else's computer Someone else's account. shit. And that his account. Crazy. And his YouTube account. That is crazy. So that's the thing. They're only gonna they're gonna target you oh, yeah. more specifically now. You know. I don't know if you ever seen a Minority Report with Tom Cruise, where the he's walking through the mall and it's scanning his eyes or whatever, and then every advertisement in the mall is marketed towards him. You know, specifically mm. targeted at him. And yeah, that's I mean, that's the future for sure. You know. Talk about predicting the future. You know? yeah. yeah. Like you said before, it's like they already know it. They just don't have the technology for it. At the same time, we were supposed to have flying cars by now. What the fuck? We are having fun. Yeah, what's that? up with the Jaws with the uh, uh, with the Jaws, Jaws. advertisement and, and Back to the Future yeah. too? The, Where's the, my the hologram? Board? Where's the hologram <laughs> advertisements in the theaters? It. Where's yeah. my hoverboard, son? <laughs> you want the hoverboard? Yeah, I'm gonna be too old in like three years to even attempt it. <laughs> <laughs> True. The window's closing. Yeah, man. What's up with that flying car, bro? The flying car is the one, man. Well, the, the phone drum. thing happened. The Remember the Inspector Gadget talking on your phone thing? Oh, yeah, that happened. For that sure. happened. Yeah. That was Inspector cool. Gadget, shout out to yeah. that. And the Back to the Future, the phone call on the screen. Yeah. That happens too, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the, the video chat. Tank. They got video chat. They got facts wrong. But yeah. Yeah, they got the facts. They still were using paper. That's so <laughs> passe. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, got, they, they made the sneakers, the self-tying sneakers. I mean, they made them as a novelty because... Oh, they don't tie them themselves? Yeah. I know we ain't got the little pizzas, though. 
What's up with the the hydrator? With the hydrator. That's right. We were supposed to be eating pills by this point or whatever. Yeah, yeah. See, they we fucking up. They gave us the wrong pills. (laughs) Yeah, we fucking up. What else did they get right? Back to the future. They got uh uh the Cubs winning a champ winning a World Series. Yeah. The Marlins, no? They well, they got a Florida team. Yeah, they had a, or a Miami team. <laughs> they had a Miami team on there. Yeah. Shout out to Back to the Future. What bro. else did they get right? How about everything as far as filmmaking goes? I'm so <laughs> glad that they haven't done a remake for Back to the Future. I hope they never do one. Well, the creators, uh, Zemeckis won't let it happen. He's nice. the one, he's blocked every single time. Of course, the studio's trying to make it, man. But he's yeah. blocked every single time. I appreciate awesome. that shit. He Me said, too. as long as I'm alive, there's not going to be any Back to the Future. Nice. And the studio's Beautiful. just... He's how's how's your last doctor's John appointment, Robert? at the bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> when well, he's going to die. <laughs> you, gotta, <clears throat> you okay? <laughs> right. How long have we been going, man? An hour. An hour? Yeah. What you think? You want to cut this shit? Yeah. Man, people are like we, sick of hearing us. We've bored them enough. With our... You think so? <laughs> yeah. Speak for yourself, pal. <laughs> yeah, man. No, this was kind of cool, man. Definitely. So, yeah, I think... Uh, I think the surface. There's so much to talk about. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I might... I, I already ran out of shit. I got Jordan. I already <laughs> covered that. I have so many more road rage stories. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's so, me. Maybe I'm the problem. Huh? Yeah. Tune in next week to right. Road Rage Stories. Yeah, let me with think Cap. about it. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, this was cool, man. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Soup, man, for letting us use the studio and for coming on as a little guest. Uh, yeah. As our first guest, basically. Uh, do you have any social media handles that you want to plug? Anything you want to uh, shout out? Shout out to the Superman show on Instagram and about it. Word up. I think we should say the name of the show before we sign off, right? Did we not say it? Maybe. So the name is, I mean, this show. God, wait, this wait, is should the we say it at the same time or? Should we like coordinate? Should we count down? How about we harmonize it? <laughs> All right. I'll go can. low, you go high. Though. All right, on three. One, two, three. Human <laughs> sushi. <laughs> Peace. Later. <laughs>